Hey there, it is time for another episode of Organize with Grace. And as you may be able to tell, uh, this podcast is not your regular organizing type of a podcast. It is kind of different in that we are going to concentrate more on what's happening in our mind before we can start to organize our surroundings. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't, I'm not saying that starting first with decluttering our homes and getting it organized on the physical end is a bad thing. But I believe that it's important to first start with what is happening in our minds, meaning that what is it that's stopping us from being more productive and and organized? Or what is what are the mental blocks that exist that is sabotaging our, um, you know, our desire or our motivation to get organized. So with that, I first want to provide you with a disclaimer. Okay, so here goes. So the information provided in and through this podcast is for informational, educational, and entertainment purposes only, and solely and not intended to provide mental health treatment, does not constitute a client-therapist relationship, and I present information as self-help tools for your own use. So I'm going to encourage you that if you feel that you need help uh, with your mental health in any way, that you seek professional assistance. I am not a therapist and I do not claim myself to be. So the information provided on this web, on this website, on this podcast is not a replacement for the therapeutic relationship in psychotherapy, or the coaching relationship. And the information that I provide, it's not intended to replace medical advice. I am not a medical provider. Or, you know, for example, physician, psychiatrist, nurse practitioner, etc. If you agree with all these things, keep on listening as we talk about overwhelm in more detail. Now, the last episode, I quickly went over overwhelm and our high expectations that we we give ourselves when it comes to trying to get it together, right? Now, I don't have to look too far, and I don't think you need to either, to know that as a country in general, we have been extremely overwhelmed with all things coming at us during the past four months since the stay-at-home order. And what I want to ask you is, are you really doing all right? Are you okay? So in this episode, we are going to talk about how to tell when you are overwhelmed with life in general. And what is the one thing that you can start to do today 
to alleviate that overwhelm, to decrease that overwhelm. You know, as women, I believe that we, for some reason, we get into this pressure, either a pressure that we placed on ourselves or on others, that we need to look like or act like we have it all together. And that's one spectrum. And then on the other side of it, there are women that are like, well, you know what, I'm just going to let it all hang out and show the world what a hot mess I am. And I don't care what people think. I believe that most of us, though, are in the middle of that, are right in between these two two spectrums. And that's why it's kind of hard to tell why we feel overwhelmed or whether or not we feel overwhelmed because we think, well, I mean, we're, you know, the days are going by just fine and I'll, I get through them. It's a lot of work to be mom and teacher and employee, cook, cleaner, etc. But sometimes I think that we can get to that point of like, I, I, I can't take it anymore. This is too much. And I know because I, I do, I feel that way. And I am here to let you know that there is probably one simple solution, one of many. Now, I'm not saying that this is the only thing that you can do to decrease overwhelm. But first, let me ask you, what is these, what are these feelings of overwhelm costing you? Is it sleepless nights, headaches, not being able to focus? So let me bring up an article that I found from copepsychiatry.com. And that is about, the title is How to Tell When You Are Overwhelmed by Life. And they provide lots of signs. And I want to tell you about some of them. So number one, they placed as tension headaches. When the body is overwhelmed by stress, it will innately tense your neck and shoulders. This tension is the muscles in the muscles will eventually result in pain from the back of your neck to your forehead. So that was the first one that they mentioned. Number two, you isolate yourself. Three, you feel angry, irritated, annoyed, or frustrated. Four, you've got this negative self-talk going on. Five, you act like a jerk. Six, you're eating more or less than you normally do, etc., etc. Now, I'm not trying to put you down. That is not my intent. What I want to do is to be able to help you recognize the fact that, yes, there is a problem of overwhelm in your life. And I don't want you to get to the point where you get kind of postal. I mean, I'm not saying in, in a violent way. I'm, I'm saying that, you know, there are times when we just have had enough and we yell at our kids, we blow up at somebody, or we just get really, really upset and 
cry and kind of lose it. Um, why am I describing this so perfectly? I've been there. I have been there. And what is the cost of overwhelm to you? And what does it have to take for you to get help? So let me go back to one of the reasons or one of the signs that you feel overwhelmed is that you isolate yourself. And again, as women, for some reason, and this could be another podcast episode, we want to be able to do it all. We think that if we don't do it, then it's not going to get done the right way. You feel me on this? All right. So by now you probably are figuring out what my solution is at this point. And if you are figuring it out, that is awesome. Because in your mind, it's what is needed in order to alleviate this overwhelm. And I apologize that I keep saying that word, but I really wanted to get it through um, your heart and mind. Because I really do care about your well-being. And this is why I wanted to talk more about it. Because now we're getting into the season of uh, the school year. It's uncertain in many places. Uh, There are lots of uh, states that are doing distance learning. There are others that are whose students are returning to campus. And there's just a lot of tension and pressure going on when it comes to what parents have to do to help their kiddos learn and try to continue with school. And it is a big deal. And I feel like we need to talk about this. All right, here comes the solution. Solution for overwhelm is delegate or ask for help. And I guess those are two solutions. So let's just say delegate. Delegating means that probably there are some household tasks that you can assign to other family members. For example, can the kids put the dishes in the dishwasher? Can the kids clean up after themselves when it comes to you know, after they eat. And kids, especially school-age kids, are a lot more capable than we give them credit for. And they are, they can be taught simply to, to put away those dishes, wipe down the table or counter, put away their own laundry, maybe even do their own laundry. My sister and I started doing this at age 10 and have been helping my mom so that she did not have to experience or feel the pressure of having to do all of that by herself. So that's what I mean by delegating the tasks. And I hope that you're able to do that in your own household. Do I think it's tough to try to get other family members to contribute? Sure. But if they live there and they make a mess there, they can also help clean up and do these tasks instead of you doing it all, mama. Now, regarding outsourcing and asking for help, let me give you an example of when we hired help in cleaning our home. I, for a while, I thought that I had to do it all around the home. 
Now, this is what we started to do when I was living with my husband, my brother-in-law, and my father-in-law. So there were four of us, four adults, in a five-bedroom, two-bath home. So from the beginning, I did not expect myself to have to clean this humongous house. And guess what we did? We got together and paid for a cleaner to come once a month to deep clean the home. And guess what? It was great. I know what you're saying. Well, I don't have money for that. Are you sure? Because if you maybe try writing out a budget and see where the money is going, there might be a place to, um, to, you know, to get that money from. And for me, what resulted in having someone deep clean the whole house once a month? Well, all my husband and I had to do was do some spot cleaning, make sure the kitchen is, is clean, etc. I would really just need to maybe mop um, a couple of times before she comes again, just to, again, spot clean it. There was no pressure of having to keep the whole house clean. Now you might think, well, I don't have anyone or I don't have any money to, to ask for any of that kind of help. Well, I feel like you may be um, jumping into conclusions a little bit too much because there's got to be something. But if you really truly feel that way, give me a call, contact me, find me on Instagram or Facebook, and we can put our heads together and figure out some ways to alleviate your overwhelm. And that could mean one-on-one coaching. And there might be some things that you, because of being clouded with overwhelm, that some solutions within your specific situation that you have not thought of and you need a pair of objective eyes to take a look at your situation and help you find the solutions. And now don't think that asking for help is a sign of weakness. It actually is a sign of growth and realizing the reality of your situation. And guess what? You are human. Okay? You are human, girl. You can't do it all. You're not a robot. You are not a machine. You do have your max. You do have your tipping point. And I want to encourage you and let you know that it is okay to ask for help. It is okay to delegate the tasks around the home to your loved ones that are able-bodied and can do the task. I hope this was helpful. And like I said, if you need someone to talk to, if you need some type of consultation and help with your organization needs, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're not quite sure where to begin when it comes to getting it together, let me know. You can find me on Instagram at Organize with Grace or on Facebook at Organize with Grace FB. I hope to hear from you and know that you never have to be alone 
in this journey, especially during this time of uncertainty, during this time of pressure and lots of overwhelm coming from all sides. So once again, this is Grace with Organize with Grace signing off for now, but I will talk to you next time. Bye. Real quick, I wanted to let you know that I want to connect with you. You can find me hanging out on Instagram at Organize with Grace or on Facebook at Organize with Grace FB. Also, if you have a few minutes, I want to invite you to leave a review on iTunes. Leaving a review will help other women like you find this podcast so that they too can be on their way to a more organized life. Thank you and I'll talk to you soon.